you know, anyone who's interested in getting into sports, number one, reach out to me because I'd like to try and help. But number two, um, obviously I don't know everyone and don't have connections everywhere. So if there's, if there's something you want, or if this is a career that you think is a good fit and you don't have a lot of experience or just feel like you're behind and you're kind of figuring this out too late, it's never too late. You can outwork everybody that knows somebody. From the University of Alabama's Cole Ross College of Business, it's Bama Means Business, a podcast that reveals amazing stories most people will inspire and make a difference in our community. I'm Cole Stevens, and on the show today, Esther Workman. Esther was visiting campus for the first annual Business of Sports Symposium, in which she sat down to talk about her role in Crocky Sports Entertainment. This is part one of our two-part series. I hope you enjoy. So you currently work for Cronky Sports Entertainment. What is it like working in the sports industry? I've never met anyone that works in this industry before. It's fun. I think it sometimes people think that it's a bunch of just like hanging out with players and going to games all the time and don't don't realize that there is a business component and we're still driving revenue and still have, you know, clients to answer to at the end of the day. So, um, it's fun. It obviously, you know, is a grind in a lot of ways, much like any other industry or job, but the, the product that we put on the court or on the ice or on the field is it's fun that we get to, you know, worry about sports teams and, you know, different players and kind of what they're up to each and every day. So it's, it's the best to put it, to put it simply. So I take a, st- a step back sort of from the sports industry and we're going to sort of work our way backwards. Where did you start and how did you find your way to Alabama in undergrad? So I'm from Alabama originally. I'm from Montgomery. So my parents have been, you know, kind of baptizing me in Alabama athletics since I was a small child. So in terms of, you know, going to college, it was an easy choice to make. I did for a second consider going to New York City and NYU to pursue musical theater, which I can get into a little later. But at the end of the day, it was an easy choice to come here and um, be a part of kind of everything that I had grown up seeing and watching and that was really meaningful to me. So grew up here and started as a freshman back in 2011, which feels like a hundred years ago at this point. And it literally was 12 years ago, I guess this August. So started as a freshman with a theater major planned to kind of go through my four years, eventually move to New York city audition, try and be on Broadway, do the grind of, you know, the music and entertainment industry. And fast forward, I like did a few internships and a few plays and musicals through the theater department on campus and kind of came to a realization at one point that I didn't know how successful and like long-term that my career would be because much like sports theater is very, very competitive and it's all based on talent in terms of, you know, can you sing these notes? Can you, you know, move people with your, your acting? Can you like dance this specific choreography? So I had a realization with myself that maybe I wasn't as talented as I, you know, needed or wanted to be in order to really be successful in the in the way that I would have um, wanted and would again pay the bills in New York City, which are obviously not cheap. So I kind of looked at myself, and this was probably my junior or senior year of college, and I go, okay, so if I decide to quit theater, which I've done literally my whole life, 
what am I going to do? Cause I'm about to graduate college and you know, I got to do something. And I looked at myself and I was like, well, I really like sports. I'll go into sports. Like, you know, just decided that that was going to be my next move. Not really knowing how, again, competitive it is. Um, the, I didn't know anybody in the industry that could help me kind of get a leg up. I really had to work from ground zero to meet people, to get my name out there, to polish up my resume and get experience that was valuable and meaningful to get a job. And eventually I did. But yeah, it's it's funny to think of where I started and how I got here. And I you know, wouldn't trade any of it. I'm so happy. And I think that this is kind of what I meant to do. But it's funny coming from theater and coming from the state of Alabama. And now I, you know, have lived all over the country and work for, you know, professional teams that are winning championships. And it's, it's a good problem to have, but it's, it's interesting to think kind of where we started until now. Looking at your high school career, obviously you said you were in sort of like the theater area. Did you play any sports as well to sort of influence that sports or was it something you grew up with or what really motivated that passion of yours? So I played sports when I was younger. I played soccer. That was probably my favorite. We just had like our little city rec league through the YMCA. Um, But we did win the city championship like a few years in a row. So I've been a champion since the age of, you know, eight probably. But yeah, I I mean, I, I, I loved participating in sports. I don't necessarily think that I thought at that time, you know, will this lead to a career or, you know, because I love to play sports, you know, I really like attending sporting events. Like what could I, you know, do with that? It, I think it was just, I liked the team, you know, kind of experience and working together that bringing people together to create an experience that is meaningful and um, cohesive where, you know, people can put aside, you know, whatever they've got going on or they come from different walks of life. So I think sports and entertainment in general is just a really great kind of vehicle for just bringing people together and creating really positive experiences around, you know, things that are meaningful. So yeah, it's funny that, you know, we, we, I played sports and then kind of gave that up to focus on theater. And then now I'm back in sports in just a different capacity. An all roundabout way right there. So one thing that a lot of people have struggled with, and it's actually a common theme is that a majority of college students switch majors one to two times during their time in undergrad. Mm-hmm. You went through this experience. What was that like for you? And how did you find confidence in pursuing what you wanted to? Yeah. So um, when you are a theater major, specifically at Alabama, you have to have a minor. I think you probably have to do that with any any major that you um, have in any of the schools on campus. But I had to have a minor. And I think I just had a few friends that were majoring in PR and I, I honestly think just because of them, I was like, Oh, I'll pick up PR as my minor. I didn't really know anything about it. I wasn't necessarily interested in PR at the time. Um, I think I just did it out of convenience because I had to select something. And so I was going through just kind of the PR minor coursework. And again, I kind of had the realization and like a talk with myself one day that like, did I really think theater was kind of what I wanted to pursue? Cause if I was gonna pivot, like now was the time to do it. Cause it was getting late in my collegiate career. So when that happened, it was just easy to bump the PR minor up to a major. So I was technically a double major throughout the rest of my career um, at Alabama. So honestly, it, it just happened that way. It, it wasn't very thought out. I'll be honest with you, but it did. It did make me nervous only because 
again, I, I didn't really understand what PR was. I didn't really know how to like utilize it to get where, where I wanted to go. And the irony of, of that is I ended up taking a class through the communication school. Um, and it's your capstone project. So we ended up working for Fox sports that semester. And through that is how I met the people that eventually introduced me to my first boss. So again, it's, it's funny that the little things that add up the over time that you don't realize are, you know, turning into something meaningful down the road. I probably would have never told you where I ended up was how, or, you know, where I would have gotten if you had just asked me. So, um, anyway, it, it was hard. I think I, w- I kind of had an identity crisis of like, I've done theater my whole life. Now I'm going to major in PR, but like, what am I going to do with that? Like, what does a career in sports look like? I think, I think that's, what's great about college. That was, you're able to, you know, set a goal or a set a career path that you're, you know, you can change at any time and you can really pivot because you have all these resources and all these classes at your disposal to kind of switch in and out of so that you get the experience you need. Um, but yeah, it's tough. I mean, again, it all worked out as, as it always does, but it's scary. And so I, I understand, you know, kind of feeling the pressure when you're in school of, okay, well, what's my major going to be? And if I switch, am I going to be behind? And like, what does that mean for my career? Um, cause some people come in, know exactly what they want to do. And that's what they do for the rest of their life. Most people, it's not like that. So I would encourage anyone to, if you're feeling like you're not on the right path, it is normal and okay to switch and to do it because, you know, there's something for you out there that you want to be excited and fulfilled with since you're going to do it for probably 50 to 60 years. So and be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you think there is, you know, long-term viability in what you choose and to go sort of into that there's a high barrier to entry when it comes to sports. It's very hard to get noticed. And there's a lot of people competing for a very small amount of jobs. How did you get in the door? Cause it's not like you're an athlete in college. It's not like you knew someone in the industry for real that could open up a door for you. What did you do and how did you sort of get into the sports world yourself? Yeah. Um, it's kind of the age old question of how, how do you break through? Um, cause it's hard even when you do know people, or even if you have had an internship, I know from, you know, current experience, even with the jobs that I've had and the, you know, people that I know, I, I sometimes struggle to like get interviews for, for future jobs. So coming, coming out of college and into the, you know, workforce with no experience was tough. I think the thing that helped me was I just don't really take no for an answer. Um, I like refused to believe that I like wouldn't get a job, which is, can sometimes be detrimental, but I also, again, I, I want to call out the the people that championed me along the way, because without them, I wouldn't be here. Um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have had the success in the career that I've had without people that took a chance on someone that, you know, didn't have experience and that didn't continue to like pour into me when, you know, I had moved on from that job, but that I still had questions or like just wanted career advice. So I think to kind of sum it up in like what I would encourage students to do, or, you know, even young professionals who are in the industry and just looking to make a move or make the next step. I think first of all, just outreach and communication and getting to know people is key. I think being really determined and putting yourself out there in terms of this is what I want and 
because I want it so badly, I'm going to cold call. I'm going to cold email. I'm going to set up informational interviews. Like even if there isn't a job available, I just want people to know my name. So I, I would encourage, you know, anyone who's interested in getting into sports, number one, reach out to me because I'd like to try and help. But number two, obviously I don't know everyone. I don't have connections everywhere. So if there's, if there's something you want, or if this is a career that you think is a good fit and you don't have a lot of experience or just feel like you're behind and you're kind of figuring this out too late, it's never too late. You can outwork everybody that knows somebody that's kind of the, the separating factor in this industry is it's really fun, but like I've mentioned, it's a lot of work. It's a grind. And a lot of people don't like to give up their nights and weekends. A lot of people are, you know, frustrated by the pay because it's usually not as high as some other industries. So if you are willing to work hard, take pride in yourself and, you know, the work that you do, if you put yourself out there to people and executives who are in a position to hire or notice you, then all of those things really make a difference. And again, you might not see success initially, but I was, I was telling someone earlier that, you know, eventually there comes a point where a lot of people I think give up because they realize that, you know, it is really competitive. It's tough. I haven't made any headway. And like, I just need a job. I was like, if you can outlast those people again, that's, it's a privileged thing to a degree because you have to be able to like, either not make a salary or, you know, like take an internship where you're working for free or live at home for a few more months. So if you're able to do all those things and it's really what you want to do, then I would encourage people to just keep, keep at it. Cause again, it's, it's a numbers game. The law of averages is, you know, the more applications, the more people you talk to, the more emails you send, something has to hit at some point. So, um, just, just keep, keep going. Um, it's not impossible. Again, I didn't know anybody and here I am. So I'm proof that, you know, you don't have to be the son of an owner or, you know, your mom's best friend works for, you know, the, the front office. Um, you can just have a lot of ambition and drive and that will stand out and be a determining factor in the end. One thing that Alabama sort of has seen itself transition from is the undergrad to grad school model being just sort of one after another. There's mm -hmm. no break in between. For a common while, it's been like, hey, get your degree, work for a few years, come back and get your grad degree, specialize in something and jump right into it. Mm -hmm. You chose to do that. You had yeah. a two-year gap in between your undergrad and grad school. What motivated you to come back to grad school and specifically the MBA? Yeah, it's a great question. So um, I got my first job in sports. I was working for IMG Sports Marketing at the University of Georgia, um, which at the time was not the rivalry it is now. So I'm, I'm glad I caught it on the front end before they started getting better. But I, I was working in partnership marketing, which is the same um, role that I still have to this day. And I was hearing my bosses and coworkers talk a lot about our partners return on investment, how we're achieving measurable business goals for our clients, um, how we're driving revenue for the university and, you know, our parent company, IMG. And I, I didn't have a business background, right. Cause I came from PR and theater. So I like, didn't really know what they were talking about. Like, I, I, I mean, I understand what return on investment means, but I didn't really understand how my role contributed to that. I didn't really understand the way that our partnership with brands and their marketing campaigns through the University of Georgia really made an impact on their business. 
And so anyway, I just, I, like I said, when I got out of undergrad, I had kind of considered going to grad school, but I, I just kind of needed to get a job. So at this point it kind of comes back up of like, okay, like grad school might be interesting. Maybe I need to learn more about business because at the end of the day, sports is business. Like we have to drive revenue just like any company does. And there's a lot of revenue to be had. Obviously sports is a very, um, affluent business. And a lot of people throw a lot of money at athletes, teams, brands, et cetera, to be associated with, with sports. So I just, I really wanted to understand more and learn what I didn't know and really kind of hone in on the skills that I thought I needed to advance so that I wouldn't just kind of be stuck in this like very surface level role for the rest of my career. So I decided to come back to grad school and quit my job, which was scary and really focus on business analytics, which was my concentration in MBA, because I saw a lot of value in understanding the way that we do research and the way that analytics drive marketing campaigns and how that makes for effective, again, marketing and how that helps brands grow their business in, in partnership with a team or with, you know, a university property. No, I think it's a great story. So like the idea of you see you have deficiency, you want to fulfill that and you want to grow in that area to help you in the future. And you came back and got that degree. You graduated with an MBA from Alabama. Yeah. Where to next? Obviously sports industry is something that you still want to be into, but I mean, Alabama is a big sports school. Like Mm -hmm. we have a football team. You were here during a good time for football. Yeah. Basketball is now good. Maybe not back then, but now we're good. (laughs) We're championship school. Yeah. Did you get a job through the relations or how'd you land that next job out of school? So I worked in the athletic department and with Learfield, um, which is basically the same thing that I did at the University of Georgia. It's the media rights holder for Alabama. They're two competing companies. They have since merged Um, so that's no longer the case, but at the time they were separate. So I did intern with both of them while I was in school and continued to get experience, even though I didn't have a full-time job, but there wasn't an opportunity at the time to stay on staff and kind of, you know, stay in Tuscaloosa. And I, because I mentioned, I was really into theater. I had really wanted to move to New York city. And so I was like, this is my chance. New York has a lot of sports teams. The leagues are all, you know, located out, out of New York. So it, it seemed like a really big opportunity in terms of, you know, where I could find my next job. So I moved to New York and kind of fulfilled that dream that I'd had for a really long time. And the the crummy part about that was I moved like eight months before COVID. So I got a job and it turned out not to be the best fit. And then when I realized it wasn't a good fit, I started job searching and then the world shut down and New York shut down and the sports industry shut down. So it was really tough because I kind of felt stuck in a job that I like was not super excited about and didn't really see like longevity or a ton of value in, at least for myself. But I loved New York City. So I like wanted to stay, but obviously at that time it was still kind of hard to tell like how long it would take for like the world to return to normal and New York when it's empty and, you know, shut down is not really a place you want to be. Like you want to be in the hustle and bustle with like people everywhere and taking advantage of the restaurants and the theater and the, you know, proximity to just like so many amazing things um, because it is the greatest city in the world. But yeah, it was it was really tough because it was something I'd looked forward to for so long. And then it kind of felt like it slapped me in the face. 
which New York is prone to do, whether you get your dream job and no COVID or not, it's just, it's just tough. So yeah, I, uh, that was kind of another situation where I didn't really have a ton of connections to like hook me up. I really had to work, you know, through my own, you know, determination and goals to, to get a job and to, to get there because obviously New York is very competitive, lots of people. And so anyway, I, I don't regret it at all. I, I love New York, but yeah, it just, it ended up not being the best fit. So we'll see. Maybe I'll go back one day. That's Esther Workman, account manager at Cronky Sports Entertainment. And thanks so much for listening to the show today. If you're not a subscriber, do subscribe to the podcast wherever you get yours. And of course, check out our website at culverhouse.ua.edu to learn more about the Culverhouse College business and what it has to offer. And as always, roll tide.